This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book show here on Comic Pop, the YouTube channel where we talk all about comics. Where we talk about books that came out this past week, recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. There's a whole bunch of stuff to get into. I'm probably going to skip a couple things, but uh, that's okay because I did a couple of little like mini reviews over on our Facebook page. Oh. So if you go to facebook.com slash comic pop official, for whatever reason, we can't get comic pop, but over in the doobly-doo below us, you can actually find all the links for every social media. But I made little like reviews of books that we didn't talk about in depth on this show or aren't going to probably. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So uh, also there's a n- number of other shows that we canceled slash killed on this channel that you can find over there. Anything that's under five minutes or so, I'm going to just jump over there. So you can find all kinds of like archived comic pop stuff over on the Facebook page. Neat. Check it out. Tell your friends. Like it and check it out. I'm learning um, a lot. I know. Yeah. Uh, actually, comic pop's going through a whole like revolution right now, and uh, it's all behind the scenes, quiet stuff. But I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and uh, sharing it with you when things come into you know alignment. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the back end, a lot of stuff going on. Um, on the front end, you won't probably visually notice any day any any significant changes. For the foreseeable future. There you go. But uh, yeah, so welcome to the show. We're going to talk about some books. Before we do, uh, I wanted to mention that this show is sponsored by you by using Super Chats. If you use Super Chats, we'll answer your questions, your com- right, you know, address your comments, and uh, do that here on the show live. So we encourage you to do that. Yeah. Uh, so... For example, you know, uh, Jan Kohler says just wanted to drop some money, well, thank which you. you know, not gonna, not gonna argue with that. Thank you very much, Jan. And Adam Asmo said second. You are. Thank nice. you very much. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into some books. Uh, this week, a bunch of things came out. Um, let's talk about White Knight. Okay. Why not? You know what I mean? Uh, what was it? You uh, didn't get didn't get to finish it. I read it. like the first few pages. It's quite good. Uh, Batman White Knight. Well, Curse of the White Knight. Yeah. From Sean Murphy. I remember when he used to go by Sean Gordon Murphy, but apparently now it's Sean Murphy. Oh, well. Who is, who is time for You have a best-selling black-label Batman title, and now all of a sudden... Uh, by the way, it's solid. Uh, it just continues the trend of, like, you know, who is this new version of Jean-Paul Valley? What is the deal with this, like, you know, cult-slash-religious sect? Mm-hmm. And what does it have to do with the secret history of the Waynes, Gotham, and Arkham, and possibly the Joker? Right. You'll have to read it to find out. This is a really, really fun book. Yeah. Uh, the visuals match the writing. Um, the whole idea here is that, like, we're playing with the th- elements and themes we didn't really get a chance to get into too deeply with the last series, mm-hmm. which, of course, was uh, Batman White Knight. Uh, that one being, you know, the whole, like, uh, Batman relief fund and how it was, like, this kind of, like, corrupt slush fund that was used to kind of, like, line the pockets of the 1% of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Turns out they have, like, an avatar. It's this, like, old lady who's like, I run it, and I'm in charge, and, like, Wayne, you better get in line, or I'm gonna tell everybody you're Batman. And he's like, I'm gonna tell everybody I'm Batman. That's my plan. She's like, well, if you do, it's, like, here's all the reasons why Bruce Wayne never tells anyone that he's Batman. And it's like, they'll sue you, you'll go to jail, right. you'll be thrown into a mental institution, like, you'll lose all your money, like, forget it. It's a bad idea. So, it was, and it was a really, almost too compelling argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was... I was going to say. Uh, but otherwise, like, you know, that's kind of like the, the Bruce Wayne element. Yeah. Uh, there's also the dual story of, like, Br- Bruce Wayne's secret ancient 
Edmund, ancestor Edmund Wayne Edmund Wayne yeah. who you know was like a, a, a rich aristocrat who boarded a pirate ship that's run by like a you know member of the order of Saint Dumas mm-hmm. and how you know they trained Wayne uh, to inherit his fortune in Gotham mm-hmm. in America and wrest it from the evil Arkhams or whatever sure it's cool pirates and swashbuckling I I love this series I think it's really fun we're only two issues deep, but it's cool. Right. Um, Joker, of course, he was freed in the last issue. He returns in this issue uh, to reveal that Batgirl is actually Barbara Gordon. Uh, just when Commissioner Gordon was running for mayor. How inconvenient. Right. Neat. Yeah. Which, like, that reveal is always funny because it's like, for us, it's like... Duh. Yeah. And for everyone else, it was like, duh. It's actually really funny. I, like... Gordon was like, I can't believe I didn't know. Right, I'm right. Supposed to be, I'm supposed to be the commissioner of police, and it looks so obvious to everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Batman goes to Harley to try and find out what's going on, only to find out she is with child. That's going to go great. Oh, yeah, naturally. That's just um, going to go awesome. Uh, they, I love it how I, I, it was spoiled for me earlier in the series, but like, or earlier. It was spoiled for me right now because I didn't, I had no idea that was. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, what's the no, review no, no. show? <gasps> so like, uh, but it, throughout the whole like introduction, reintroduction of Harley in the book, like Murphy conveniently puts things in the way. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. Um, also, Azrael gets like a team of badasses together to destroy Batman. Um, ultimately, the whole book kind of like wraps up with Wayne Manor being destroyed. I saw his dinosaur going down. Yeah, uh, Azrael and his like merry band of jackasses like kind of like cave in Wayne Manor from the Batcave down. Right. So like, what will Batman do now that he's lost like his home, his, you know, headquarters, Right. maybe like access to a lot of like his technology, you know, it's cool. It, it's great because like there's a lot of stakes. Okay. You know, and because it doesn't really matter, because it's an imaginary story, they could literally do anything. Right, right, that's true. But because Murphy loves Batman, you know, you know it's going to be cool and respectful. Mm. So I dig that. Uh, Mr. Roboto says, he already told all of Gotham that it was called Batman Incorporated. Uh, yeah, in um, in a Grant Morrison book called Batman Incorporated, Bruce Wayne told Gotham that he was funding Batman and that he wasn't Batman. So actually, if you read Batman Incorporated, like, it, he doesn't reveal his identity. He just says that he's funding Batman. Although he, anyone would be able to put he two pulls a Tony Stark. He does like an but, old school Tony Stark. But yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not Iron Man, but I'm pay, I'm paying him. Yeah. Fabian Garcia says you guys deserve more subscribers. We'll definitely recommend you all around. I appreciate it, man. Thank, thank, thank you. you so much, say Fabian. That's really cool. That's really sweet of you. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into it. More, more books. More, uh, more. Hang those who talk of less. Um, well, you read a lot. I did. Uh, Absolute Carnage, number two. Okay. Donny Case, Ryan Stegman. This book is like a juggernaut. It like breakneck speed. Yeah. This was this is a way quicker read than the first issue. It was. Yeah. No, actually, I noticed this one more. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like I felt like this nothing happened in this issue. Yeah. No, definitely. But all the nothing that did happen was yeah. cool looking and fun. Like. Yeah. 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 I like, I dig the art. It sometimes is a little weird, mm-hmm. but like, I dig it. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. Well, Stegman is trying to like, he's pulling out all the stops. He's trying mm-hmm. things. He's doing things he's never done before. Um, we get a couple of moments like Spider-Man finally finds out. He's like the last one to find out that Venom can make wings. Yeah. Um, Which was fun. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. And I love that like RoboCop cop calls him because that's literally what it looks like on his phone. The oh yeah. The picture he has of the maker. I'm like, you took that. Yeah. 
I love that he took it. Like that he has a that Venom has like a picture of the maker on his phone. Yeah, I'm like he's like, well, I gotta tag you. <laughs> I go like, it's not like he provided that. No, you're just like, eh. yeah, Venom took a picture of the maker. Eh. It's really funny. <laughs> um, ultimately, what happens in this is that like Scorpion, yeah, and Miles are taken. No, Scorpion's fine. Scorp- right, Scorpion, well, Scorpion gets rescued. Scorpion has been paralyzed. Yeah. And this book said I should have read Venom. Right. And I was like, I, but I'm... I'm well, I'm not going to. I'm not me. going to. I'm going to try to do this without it. I actually really liked it how um, they did a flash to all of the tie-in series yeah. in a double-page splash. I loved the art, like, decision. Mm-hmm. And how it was like, these are the issues, like one, two, three, four, there's five tie-in issues. Mm-hmm. Here they all are. If any of the things that are happening in these bubbles intrigue you, you should go pick them up. They don't, so I'm not going to. But I don't need to because it's a four-issue miniseries. Right, Like, right. what happens if I don't care? I think it's a Carnage running amok and he looks cool and Osborne still thinks he's Cletus and he looks like classic Carnage. Right. Um, What's really funny for me is that I must have missed read or missed something mm-hmm. in the first issue in which um they did not know that the kid was a target right no. i was like oh no the kid's a target okay right on. oh no no and they then it's like reveal and i'm like no they said that they didn't they never referenced him being a target at all in the yeah first that's issue. what i'm saying like i must and then have they're like no he might something be up there and no then, it's like, just that it was lazy and i was like oh yeah right oh <laughs> um but you know miles is a carnage oh no Right. I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll nobody's be fine. nobody's worried. Um, the other fun part is that they dropped in a rejected Bagley cover from Carnage's first appearance. That I did not see. It's kind of fun. It's I see why they didn't choose it. I like the classic Carnage cover that they chose when they introduced Carnage. Yeah. It's more dynamic. This is more of like an action. It's more like a full page reveal. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I think what's killing it for me is the coloring. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a new coloring, by the way. Well, it's just there's no atmosphere to it. I know. Like, it's just kind of like, hey, and then one day Spider-Man met Carnage on like a sort of sunny day. Right? It's kind of, yeah, it's not very dynamic, but that's, that Bagley didn't do it. He didn't color it. Like, you can yeah. tell, like, they're, they only had, like, the black and whites. Yeah, but um, it looks like there should be some sort of chaos or, you know, mayhem happening there. Absolutely. No, I agree. I can so, imagine, by the way, having shown Bagley himself some yeah. art from this period. I have a little poster that mm-hmm. I had him sign from this from this time period. And he was like, oh, like the last thing anyone ours, any artist wants to see is work that he did like 25 years ago. Like, I reinvent myself all the time and I do like, I do better stuff now. So, like, I can imagine him being kind of disappointed or annoyed that yeah. they chose to do this. I would, I could agree with that. I mean, what's really, really bothering me is that Spider-Man, like, back thigh. Mm-hmm. How long it is. Yeah. Where, what, what is that connecting to? I don't know. You, you tell me. His butt, I guess. Yeah, well, that's not how that works. Yeah, well. <laughs> I dug it. Uh, Absolute Carnage is just, it's not trying to be anything other than kind of like a fun action book. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. You know the 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 logical leaps. Yeah, you know, like the big reveals. I think that the the reveal of like, oh no, Eddie's kid is a, is a target. It's like obviously it would be. Yeah, but I think it. I think they're trying to preserve a moment where in every issue something bombastic or something like unbelievable happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact they paralyzed Scorpion is probably one of the bigger things. Yeah, but the fact that like nobody was using him or doing anything with him in the first place should be an indicator as to like how important it is. Right, right, but right. But that being said. You know, the the big reveal is, oh no, they're going to get, well, and also what happened to Miles. Right. And like, honestly, what's funny is though, is the Miles thing, 
Like I'm sh- like they can do whatever they want, obviously, but yeah. I'm just like, but you're not going to. No, you're not gonna <laughs> get rid of Miles. No, no, no. I don't think. Well, but we are gonna see Miles as a symbiote, which is what people want to see anyway. Oh, really? Well, I mean, who doesn't? I just but, never thought about it. For right. Well, second, I guess. Yeah, but now you. But now I guess it makes it. for a more interesting tie-in if he's part of a tie-in. Uh, they all are. So yeah. Right. Okay. Naturally. But uh, yeah, so I recommend it. I mm-hmm. check it out. I I dig it. It's fifty percent done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jmail1984 says, congrats on 80K. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah, we just hit 80K about a little while ago. Caught the live show finally. Are you guys enjoying the new X-Men run? Yeah, we yeah. are. There's actually an X-Men book coming up that we're going to talk about. Yes. Uh, Pricey8040, Asriel and his Mary Bane of Jack asks, DC, I have a pitch for you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right? Watch out. It's a, bl- it's a new Black Label book that yeah. you can't use. They, because... they rob from the rich and they give to themselves. Yeah. Like everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Keith Blackwell, will there be merch with the Harbor Patrol logo on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said yes. I want it. Yeah. We just got to do it. Yeah. And once we do, it'll be it'll be up in the store, and I'll plug it on nice. one of our live shows, either Elseworlds or Off the Rack. Nice. Uh, but thank you very much for inquiring. If you're not familiar, by the way, Harbor Patrol superhero RPG we did. Um, it was a lot of fun. Check it out. Yeah. Mr. Supertastic, uh, I'm waiting for the trade of White Knight because that's how I enjoyed the first one, but I'm glad the sequel seems to be good. Yeah, it's the same people, or same guy, Yeah, same concept. I'm sure it was just literally he had more story to tell. Like, I'm sure it was just so dense that he was like, I have more. You know, it wasn't like he was like, how am I going to make a sequel? It's more like, I just, I had all this left over. That's how it feels. He also says, welcome back, Tiffany. I checked out (laughs) Once in Future after your review, uh, and it was a great time. Badass Grandma is great, and I laughed at the Uber joke. Yay! Yeah, it's a good book. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. I'm seeing on uh, Twitter, Die is getting a lot of ink now. Yeah, it should. It, it, it should. I was like, hey, I remember when Tiffany recommended that when nobody else was reading it. It's fine. Hey, but we did get people on board, and like at least in our community. So exactly. Like, that's all that matters. I don't care. I just want, I want, I want good books. Yeah. However we get it. Right? Mr. Roboto, as Carnage is now a horror movie monster, how long till Blade and the Midnight Suns seek him out? Elsa should be here. Right? That'd be great. We're not going to get that. Gorgon Fish, how do you feel about the upcoming Joker movie? Uh, The trailer looks very, very serious and super duper realistic. Yes. So let's jump into more. What do you got? Oh, sure. Hang on. Right? Next time, I promise I'll have more energy, but I will also probably have more sleep. Yes. I figure I should address that before someone's like, Tiffany doesn't seem to be having a good time. No. I've seen that in the comments. I'm like, I'm just tired Yeah, sometimes. Tiffany has uh, insomnia, so. I, have, I do. So sometimes I have um, some low energy. Or whatever you call it. Some, I don't know what it is. It's stupid sleep. I don't know where to go first here. Um, let's talk about, let's just, let's just get this over. Let's talk about Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Is it over yet? No. I think it's, he's got 20 and we're on 18. Oh. Um... By the way, not to not to disparage, uh, I know there are fans of this run yeah. because they watch this show and complain every time we talk about it. Listen, I've already told you guys, everybody who's despair. Also, when I don't get sleep, I have like no filter. Um, but um, <laughs> listen, those who like this run, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying I don't. Right. That's, that's totally... no, but what you're doing, you're 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 ruining it for everybody because I'm you're not. telling people not to buy it. Oh, I'm just saying I don't dig it, and I would never recommend to anyone to jump into a run at the end of its run. No. So, no, would I recommend a book I don't like. Like, even if it's one I really dug, I'd be like, just wait. 
just trade weight at that point. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would not, I would not recommend that. I'm just, yeah. I just, I just don't dig it. It's just not for me, and I'm sorry. But as you can tell, it's not for a lot of people because it's getting canceled. Well, there is that. But I'm just saying, like, enjoy it. You know what I mean? There's been plenty of things that I dig that everyone's like, that's bad. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I like it. Yeah. That's why there's so many different things. Yeah, there's so a gazillion things. Art, like you know, artists and authors and just different styles of storytelling out there because right? we have so many different tastes. Anyway. This story was this type of story that I have been wanting from Doctor Strange. Not well written, though. That's where I'm struggling with this one. Yeah. It's literally, it's a little story about Doctor Strange going, making a house call, essentially, to solve a problem in a town that we're kind of dropped in the middle of it. Unfortunately, it's mostly about this family who are very much sort of like these move the car George style characters to right. some degree. Like we're getting a lot of insight into who they are. It's a lot of insight into who they are, which is fine because there's something, there's some interesting elements about it, which I wish had been a little more explored, but it's more the like repetitive writing of certain, like, right. Like we're hitting we've... a joke. Let's hit it again. Oh, and I'm God. like, okay, too much. Like, yeah. That's just not my style. Like I do at times believe that humor should come in threes. So typically when it's spaced out better, right. and I don't see that the last one coming. Yeah. But if it sucks or if the joke isn't quite like landing the first two times, yeah. like don't, don't. And honestly, I'm one of those people who I don't dig strangers new costume. And that's what he shows up in. And I'm just like, he's, well, he's going to wear that until the end. He looks so out of place. I don't know. I'll I just... bet he wears his classic costume in the last issue. Maybe. Because Mark Wade likes to like set things up and yeah. put them back, especially right. if he's being canceled. Right. Well, I mean, he already got rid of Clea, so I don't know. Right. Um. Anyway, so there's this like family, this like husband and wife and their daughter won some sort of or got second place in some sort of skating championship um ice skating uh-huh. and they're throwing a party for her and like he took off like a day and blah blah basically they have this big house in kansas or big house they have a home in kansas and um they you know they're doing well enough but not very well you know what i mean fair like, enough they like they it, have a lot of love it, it, exactly i mean they look everything seems fine but i don't know their you know finances and i don't want to <laughs> um but um they then they kind of like love each other and whatever. And then there's a knock at the door and they think it's their daughter and Dr. Strange rolls up and he's just like, cool. And like, he does this like very, he's very curt to them, which I get. Like I, I've seen Strange written that way. Yeah. Right. But like, he's almost antagonistic with them at times. Or I'm like, this is less him trying to get the job done and more you're trying to make a joke. Right. Yeah, and I get it. I, I get the I joke. Need them I to, well, you. I got to push them into this position so that my like funny joke can occur. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just keeps telling everybody to be quiet. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, I get right. it. Fine, whatever. Basically, he destroys their house. Okay. Looking for a demon. Is this cat in the hat? Yeah, and then he puts it all back. Oh my god. Um, except like they didn't call for him. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody called for him. Nobody called the cat in the hat either. No, they did. No, he shows up. No, but it's a the, rainy day. Yeah, but I think that they want him to show up because they're bored. Well, I know they're bored. Well, that's true. Well, this family's humdrum, so like maybe they subconsciously willed him into I existence. I don't. I know. They just wanted to have cake with their daughter. Well. Um. Anyway. Um. There, uh, there's a demon and, uh, Zenarek, Zenarak, um, and, um, he's basically running rampant in the town and Steven's trying to find, like, where he is and how he's getting through, mm-hmm. and, um, like, he, like, you know, ruins, like, a painting and he ruins, like, their furniture <laughs> and he ruins their TV mm-hmm. and he looks in the refrigerator and they're like, all right, what's going on? Like, they think, she thinks, the wife thinks that she's like, oh, yeah, he's from, you know. Um, the city. No, he's, like, from um, an Avengers, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, 
basically he's like, oh, it must be in the basement. So they do like a monster in the basement kind of thing. And like, you know, he's fighting it and like he's trying to push it back through and there's all this water because like it's a water demon. And so like, oh, it must be traveling through the pipes. Blah, blah, oh, no. Blah. And like he's like trying to keep back and like this entire time he's like, okay, like I'm going to do this, but you have to like not let me break my concentration. So naturally, of course, the daughter comes home at that moment mm -hmm. and like breaks his concentration. The demon starts coming through even more. So <gasps> the mom goes like upstairs to like save his, her, their little girl. And like strange is like, I'll just keep pushing it. And like, that's when the dad who's a plumber who we established at one point is okay. like, that's not how you deal with a clog. This is how you deal with a clog. So he banishes the demon using his plumbing skills. Well, he helps him. He's just like, you have to use a snake. And so then strange summons I'll a summon snake. a type of, like a magic type uh -huh. of snake. And he summons a snake and he sends it back. And then he's just like, oh well, God. neat. And then Strange is like, anyway, I have to go. Bye. He like, he literally, he leaves them their card in case there's any problems. And then he just leaves. He like ruins their house. And then when they come back in, it's all fixed. It's better than it ever was before. And there's a nice party. And I was like, fine. Like, this is what I've been looking for. Um, right, like if you want to do a run of Doctor Strange, like do these. Right, like and I and I like these kinds of like smaller stories with Doctor Strange where he is doing these types of house calls. I just wish the dialogue was a little tighter. And that's the really but, the like, problem. I, so like I'm not going to be super hard on it because this is what I have been looking for. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, like you get a couple of extra points. I just wish it was like a little tighter. Yeah, I hear so, you. You know, and honestly, like the coloring on the art was just like, like. Decent at best, and then at, at other times at worst, I was like, it was "Why?" Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Ooh. there you go. The next one looks like it'll probably also be another stories. I think we're just gonna do a bunch of small stories up until the end. Yeah, and he'll probably get like double pages to do that right. one, right? Which be... is like, again, for me, it's gonna be rough because like what I wanted, yeah, like, what I wanted, just like not these like grand cosmic events constantly for Doctor Strange. I get that he does that, yeah, and like. Sometimes it's fun to see that, and sometimes it's, like, fun to just know that he's doing that, but he's also taking care of some more day-to-day -day stuff. Exactly. Because, like, who else is doing that then? Right. So, that's just that's just my feels on it. That's fair. <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh, uh, by the way, though, if you did want to check out Wade's run, you could just grab this, because you don't need to know anything else that's been going on. There you go. You could just pick this up and, like, have, like, a one and done. Yeah, there you go. So if, yeah, cool. Kansas Productions. Will there ever? Will we ever get? Uh, should Spider-Man kill comic line? We did a Batman episode like that. Oh yeah, we did. We could do that. Yeah, probably. If we did that show anymore, mm -hmm. um, we may bring it back. It really depends. Mm -hmm. uh, Keith Blackwell would. Uh, another random question. Do you think Logan would wear Levi's or Lee's or something like true religion jeans? <laughs> He would wear the oldest jeans, which technically is Levi's. Le he Levi's edges out Lee's by like 45 well, hang on, years. Hang on, let's, let's take it one more step. Let's use like where my grandma used to use. They wouldn't be jeans, they'd be dungarees. Yeah, he would, he would call <laughs> them dungarees and he would wear Levi's. I think they're different. I don't really know. I just know that I associate that word with my grandma. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, J. Joseph Fraser, uh, welcome back, Tiffany. I'm hyped Uzumaki's coming to Adult Swim. Any yeah. more Junji Ito to the channel's future? Hi, thank you. Thanks for the welcome back. Um, yes, I would think so. Also, I'm really excited for Uzumaki as well. I'm gonna try to force Danielle to watch it with me. Nice, because she's that she doesn't like that story. No, it's it's scary. <laughs> uh, Andrew Stuckey, uh, Tiffany, guy, you got me into Conan. Thank you. Hooray! Conan. Conan. 
Heartless Fang, loved last week's back issues. Tiffin, Ben's frustration with Millennium was wonderful, and I can't wait for what comes next. Love you guys. Thank you, Heartless Fang. Literally the entire time, I was like, I'm waiting for the story to like really like, like pick, pick up, up and make sense or anything, and it's just it just was just like, Fuh. yeah. Somebody got mad at me. They were like, uh, it's all fun to be flippant and everything, but you know you got to admit that Millennium was able to accomplish all these tie-ins. I'm like, yeah. Okay, here's the real condemnation of Millennium, right? Like, yes, was it an achievement that they were able to, like, have all the tie-ins come out on time, and that they, like, themed the covers of the tie-in titles with Millennium? Like, yeah. the Batman book had the Millennium font and the Millennium logo and everything. Like, they right. really changed... The Millennium Trade Paperback has none of them in it. Yeah. Nor does the Millennium Trade Paperback that they recently printed have any of the other book references to them, nor is there a compliment Millennium Trade Paperback of the tie-ins. So, like, if you're just, like, a reader and right. you're just trying to get into Millennium, there is no context for you. Yeah. You have to go back, which is fine and dandy, but, like, if you're going to bring in new readers by creating a new edition, you need to give them some place to start from right uh, so yeah uh, it was just I, I was like yeah no millennium's dumb <laughs> it <laughs> Let's is move on it's just rough but yeah uh heroing 2.0 hey sal what what were some of your favorite and less favorite changes that chip made to spidey's life all uh, in life story you guys rock population for life thank you very much heroing um I, I, there's too many to, t to get into most notable ones are craven um, I really like that idea. That was like the biggest moment for me where I was like, holy crap, I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. um, I liked how they dispatched Morlan uh, and, uh, you know, the least favorite are all of the costumes outside of the classic costume. Like okay. every Spider-Man costume that they give him as he gets older is more stupid. You're rough on costumes, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't design them, but I know what I like. Adam Azamoa, I see the new X-Men issue in the back, uh, or X new the new X-Men in the back. Any chance of it on back issues since House of X and Powers of X pull some points from it? You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. I don't know how much from new X-Men they actually do pull, but I will say one day we'll probably do new X-Men. Nice. Uh, Super Tooth, uh, Mr. Supertastic, Carnage, Just League, Batman, Superman, lots of great art this week. I really enjoy having a more muscular Batman and Superman. That's true. Uh, yeah, Batman and Superman look a lot more button muscular when they're being drawn by Dave Marquez. Over in Batman Superman number one, which is of course written by Joshua Williamson, mm -hmm. um, this is a new series that we've been teasing. Actually, Josh came on Elseworlds Exchange to talk about it a little bit. Oh, yeah. We tease it a little bit. We mostly talk about Flash, but like, as you can imagine. Um, Josh is actually coming back to the show, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Uh, because we're going to talk about like working in complex stores and working in the industry. Oh, no way! Yeah. Uh, Again, I'm wanting a lot of stuff on the show today. I know. I, I was coordinating with him the other day, and I was like, hey, Josh, we need to do another show. And he's like, yes, we do. Uh, he's like, I'm free like after Labor Day. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll get back to <gasps> We're after Labor Day right now! I know. We shouldn't be wearing white, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Batman Superman is... Here's the thing. Uh, it picks up right where the, ma the Batman Who Laughs left off, which is too bad. But uh, it does explore some fun territory with that idea. Who's drawing this? Uh, oh, David Marquez. Marquez. Yeah. Unfortunately, with Justin Ponson no longer with us, yeah. the coloring is not nearly as strong as it should be. David Marquez's art is so well complemented to Ponzer's colors. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's the inking or if it's the coloring or some combination thereof, but I feel like Marquez's pencils or at least the art in general, wasn't as strong as you would come to expect from a Dave Marquez book. Okay. 
Civil War Two is breathtaking to look at, despite how horrible it is. Right, 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 right. That's a testament to Marquez's style. Right, um, it's just weird because like that image of Superman flying at us on that first page there yeah. has like some like straight up All Star Superman Frank quietly. It absolutely like, does. It's supposed, it, and, and I, I think it's supposed to. Feel and I don't know because like in that book, like the coloring is often like it's it can be bold and in your face, but it also has like sometimes like these muted tones. Yes, and, like that's kind of where I was. I guess feeling it. Well, that's nice. Hey, there's a pull quote for you. Uh, Batman Superman feels like all-star Superman. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they they touch upon a bunch of crap, like Gordon being the Gordon who guffaws, and, you know, (laughs) basically Batman and Superman go to the, they find the Batman who laughs Batcave, they go to the Batcave, uh, they run into, they find out that, like, any number of members of the Justice League uh, could be infected and become the member of the Justice League who laughs. Uh, they get attacked by a Robin, one of the Batman who laughs Robins. Right. Uh, this, if this wasn't ruined like months ago, I would have been like, "Whoa!" But because it was, I was disappointed because like I wanted that moment. But uh, it turns out one of the Robins that like six on them because you're like, "Oh, it's one of the Robins." Yeah. No, it's Billy Batson. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. What? So, and then of course he says shazam and he becomes the shazam who laughs that's real bad news for superman yeah big time and uh also like kind of dark nighty in there oh yeah with that with that lightning bolt it, anytime you put lightning a blue background and a silhouetted batman or like anything like that yep, it's just you're gonna right get there. dark Knight. yeah i'm right there but we do get a little bit of a glimpse of the shazam who laughs or whatever you want to call it <laughs> but uh he's pretty dope looking a lot of people are really hyped about this idea i guess i am too i don't you know like compliment like evil compliments you know like it's this guy but he's evil you know what's funny about that to me is that like um now you've taken something that like i didn't put on like the like magic spectrum and you've like introduced it into that and like i guess i'm like how does that work right you know what i mean yeah no i hear you i mean he is just a a boy right typically until you know transformed but yeah well and i guess that means that whatever happens to billy happens to shazam too so like if billy dies then shazam dies or if billy gets his his arm cut off then shazam doesn't have an arm i don't know i know then he could have a lightning arm you know that's coming dc (laughs) dc loves to chop off arms the book is very good looking and it feels very in character okay it didn't blow me away like i was really hoping it would be but it's very good okay like so check it out okay super cliff tiff i love the mayor i dig the mara shirt thank you um i like it too it's got this like I know, it's got this neat, like... Texture on yeah. top of it, and the back is, like... They did these, like, world tour, or, like, these, like, rock tour-style shirts. Yeah. So, like, on the back, it has, like, the different kingdoms. Right. It's, like, you know... It's supposed to be, like, they toured around, I guess. Atlantis or whatever. Michael Edwards, uh, are you more excited to the Star Wars Disney Plus shows or the Marvel Disney Plus shows? Also, what do you think of the resurgence of people who want Spider-Man out of the MCU after the Sony-Marvel split? Um, I don't want to talk about Spider-Man in the Sony Marvel thing because it makes me frustrated. But, like, I will talk about how Mandalorian looks cooler than any of the logos we've seen of the Marvel Disney show. Yeah, that's, like, that's like kind of a hard call because it's, like, we've seen a, like, tra- a trailer slash teaser for the Mandalorian. Yeah, and we know who's in it, who yeah. made it, who's directing it. Like, we know all that. Right, so, like, I'm very excited for that, that part very specifically. Right. However, the, like, 
like like in my head idea of what the Moon Knight show might be right. is also exceptionally exciting. Also the She Hulk show yeah. because there are two shows I never thought we'd actually get. Me too. And I want I wanted She Hulk more. I than kind Moon of hope that She Hulk's like some sort of crazy Law and Order style I really show. Do too. Like, I, like, it really needs to be. Like really do like this police procedural thing, but Please. also She Hulk's out. Yeah. Um. I, instead of Sal talking about the Spider-Man MCU thing, I will briefly touch on it. Don't don't say anything. You don't okay. say anything at all. Um. I am. I, I'm also frustrated with it, and I was also incredibly surprised at the people like who can't like, crawled out of the woodwork um, to say that they were glad that Spider-Man wasn't in the MCU any longer, um, mainly because of the fact that they were like, oh, he's Tony Stark, or blah, 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 or like, Disney owns too many things. Well, it's like, Disney owns Marvel. That is Marvel's character. I feel like Marvel should have the rights to back to, to make movies about their own character in their own universes. Um, I've always felt that um, Spider-Man, the way that we've seen him in the MCU currently had to be the way he was because he's in reaction to superheroes being around him. He's growing up in front of us in, in a different world and now he'll be isolated. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that sucks, honestly, regardless of how you feel about the companies. I mean, like is Disney buying up a lot of things? Does that scare a lot of people? Sure. Do I love Disney world? Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, they, they <laughs> um, and that being said, I have my issues with Sony as well. So, I mean, like, I, I really don't like talking about like corporations as a whole because it's like, there are good and bad to both corporations. Um, and it's just, it's, I'm, I, I'm happy that we had him for a while and, um, I, I hope one day everybody can just chill the hell out Yeah, and we um, can just keep having fun, good products. Right. Thank you. Well, well said. What I I'll, I'll, what I will add to that is they could fix it at any time. Yeah, and they might. You never know. They could fix it at any time, yeah. and I know they won't. Mister Supertastic uh, finally checked out the original Gwenpool run. Any chance of back issues? She might get the Deadpool fans because of the name. Deadpool doesn't get the Deadpool fans in this channel. Nah. But uh, Gwenpool is a great book, and maybe one day we'll do it. Uh, you know, when we hit two hundred thousand subscribers, I'll do Gwenpool. Ooh. You're uh, here first. Exactly. Uh, Justice League number 30 came out. Mm -hmm. um, this is the most Grant Morrisonian Snyder book since the last one. Uh, we're finally seeing the big, oh, like this is it, the Justice Doom War. This is the thing that Snyder, I think, has been building towards the entire time. Right. I think so, until the next thing, but this is the biggest thing. Okay. And now the Justice League has to deal with Perpetua, and so uh, they're going to build, like, a, a, a staff out of fragments of the staff, and it, the it, it goes from being, like, it felt like an endgame ripoff, because they're like, okay, we can't get the components we need here, so we'll send a bunch of teams back in time to take pieces of the components we need from back then, and then assemble it here in the present, and then use it against the bad guy. I'm like, oh my god, that is just endgame. But then, like, they it turns out... a time out, heist? Yeah, a time heist, if you will. But then it turns out, like, they, they... The bad guys took care of it before they got there. So, you know. So now they're in trouble. So but... No, so no, no time heist? No. Damn. They're still in there. They, these characters are like so one team's in the future, one team's in the past. The team that goes to the past. Are they using a mailbox to send letters between it? I think there's some movie that does that. Yes. I think Sandra Bullock's in it. I think Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah. I think it's called The Lake House. Or I something. never saw it. Either way, <laughs> pass. Uh, yeah, um, th this is a. Th this is doing a lot of things, and there's a lot of things going on, and. Uh, 
you know, there's a lot of setup, a lot of great moments. Uh, of course, Jorge Jimenez drew it, so it looks even more great. Yeah, I, I actually dig the cover. I like the perspective on it. It's yeah, like, it's, it's fun. It's a perspective you don't usually see. And That's I'm, what he does. And I'm like 100% not sure exactly how we're seeing it, but I, I dig it anyway. Yeah. Uh, all, all that you really need to know is that the JSA is back. Oh. That, like, we're retconning that they were in the past. Like, that the JSA was the team from the past. Right. So... So it turns out Snyder is doing the JSA. Another property that Jeff John said, nobody touch, I'm going to do it, is somebody else's. Okay, there you go. So, hey, well, look, there's Justice League Dark. Yeah, oh no, the, the whole, there's like, Starman tells the heroes about like the last stand and how like joke, how, how Lex Luthor, uh, you know, altered by Perpetua, basically single-handedly kills the Justice League. And then, like, the Monitor and Starman and the Just League Dark and, like, the Titans and stuff, like, all team up to fight him and they all die. Okay. So, that that happens. Right on. But, uh, yeah, it's... If you really, really like Snyder's Run, you're gonna love this issue. If you have, like, been waiting for Snyder's Run to do something different, you are definitely not gonna like this. Um, but <laughs> it's it's fun. Like, are, are they gonna sing a song? Yeah, they are gonna sing a song. There's no freaking doubt in my mind they're going to sing a song. Because they talk about how the universe is a song. And about every element in the universe is an element of a goddamn song. How, like, as you can see, the speed force is the motion, and the emotional spectrum is the feeling of the song. And, like, uh, just spare me. You gotta get, you gotta get some harmony. Spare me. Some melody. Wait till we get to the chorus. Wind. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sebastian. Yeah, jump in. So, yeah, uh, it, it 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 does a lot of things I don't like about DC, but it's also done by a professional who knows what they're doing. So it's like, you know, I if there's no doubt in my mind that everyone was going to hold hands and sing a song at the end. They may not. They always do. They might. Maybe they hum. They could. Yeah. You know. Superman sang the song that defeated Darkseid in Final Crisis, so, like, he's not going to do that again. No, he can't. You can't do that. You did that. That was fun. But he is going to have, like, the Justice League harmonize. Maybe they'll form a, 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 like, killer rock band, and that's why they came out with all these, like, rock t-shirts. You remember in Dark Knight's Metal when Batman had a dream that, like... Yeah, his children and the the Super Sons formed a band. And yeah, like the the chords told Superman, like a code that Batman wanted Superman to hear uh -huh. that said, "Don't come into the dark multiverse." But Superman misunderstood. It's more of that. It's gonna Music. Be more of that. Mister Mister Super Tastic. A lot of Spidey this week. Favorite Spidey. Oh, I loved Williamson's run on Flash, so I'm excited about the series. But I pray bats. Who laughs disappears after that. Yeah, I want him in one arc, and I didn't want him in this arc, but he's back, and he's right. gonna, we're just gonna do this character to death. He's we're gonna use him as much well, as we use the Joker. How I, about that? I, you know what it is like. I appreciate them addressing it because it's like you literally had the Batman who laughs running around Gotham, and no one else showed up. Yeah, the Batman who laughs. Right, the character who helped usher in the destruction of everything in the last major multiversal event. Right. And I know that's like, that's like, you know, it's one of those like comics kind of things where it's just like, sometimes a character's just dealing with something, but like, they don't even address that. Like people are busy or like Batman's like, no, or like yeah. whatever. It's like, at least Superman's here now. Yes. And it's like, okay, what? <laughs> right. No, I agree. Eh, 
I've had enough of those characters. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Marvel 1000 came out. Okay. Marvel Comics 1000. Um, I didn't even get a chance to read it. I, I flipped through it because I saw it on my desk and I didn't realize it was on my desk. No. Until uh, like 10 minutes before we started this. That's one. okay. I um, read I read one of the Mary Jane comics real quick. It was nice. And right? I was, I was like, I, I, People weren't sure if like if it was all like one page stories, and it is. It straight up is. It's eighty stories, one page stories. Al Ewing has a thread throughout the Eternity Mask or the Mask of Eternity, uh, is like the through line. Where did it go? Who wears it? What happened? What about the Masked Rider? Oh, he's the big reveal at the end. He's coming back to the Marvel Universe. That excites Al Ewing and four other guys. But like, you know, uh, ultimately it is supposed to be like a celebration of Marvel, and it doesn't really feel like one. It's it's fine. Like it is straight up fine, That's a but shame. they were really, really hyping this book up, and I assume it's because they took it took a lot of coordination and money. Yeah, and it's like almost not worth it. But That's too bad. But Straczynski did make himself into a meme that is like being circulated throughout the internet, in which uh, you know characters are being interviewed and they're asked like what they regret, and Straczynski puts himself oh, yeah. in there and he says sins past. I'm like, <laughs> so That's bad. funny. Uh, the, you know, he didn't need to do that. Like, we get it. Right. Like, everyone regrets Sin's past. But that being said, there are a couple of standout moments in this book. Uh, there is a Spider-Man story that brought me to tears. Uh, I think Brian Reed did that one. Uh, but I don't recall. Off the top of my head. Uh, otherwise, it's it's fun. It's fine. It's good. Like, it's fine. You know? Like, nobody's gonna preserve this book forever and talk about how important it is. But it is, like fun and i guess it's a neat celebration of marvel but it just doesn't really feel like it like i don't know it felt a little like halfway through reading and i was like okay well i think we can wrap this up but i did read all of it the vader story is awesome um what i really like are the historical little bubbles here. exactly that was really smart that's really cool yeah like i noticed the conan one i was like yeah this is sort of a conan it's like conan joined blah 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 and i was like oh that's neat yeah it is neat I, I like the, the decision, and I'm glad there's no ads. Um, there is. What do you mean? There's an ad. Oh. It's for Black Widow. Oh, it's a, it's their own ad, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, I guess that... No, see, there's no. like Absolute Carnage. Oh, yeah, there's a promo for Absolute Carnage. Meh. And Black, Web of Black Widow. Right, which I'm not going to read. Um... But there's no, like, random, it's not like, and buy these fruit snacks! No, it's not a car ad or something. Anyway... That's one of the problems. I of really can't physical. wait to like check out this Spider-Man story. Yeah, it's pretty great. The Conan story is great too. Is it, it looked the the art was really pretty. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, so it's fine. Like hey, oh, you know, you can get it. At, oh, there, that's the only Doctor Strange story. He only appears in this one page. And well, I mean, he's naked, but it's not the best art. It's cute. No, it's Mike Allred. It's like a. I think it's Mike Allred. It is Mike Allred. There, you know. I'm just saying it's not the best art. No, for him, it's fine. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. You can get it in a dollar bin in, the, in in about like six months. So check it out. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Well, look at all the Lokis. That's fun. All right. Yeah, I'll, that I'm was really just, cool. I'm not gonna just sit here and read this in front of you. No, exactly. It, it, check it out. It's neat. Like it's it's worth checking out. But if you don't want to or don't care, meh. Chris Priest did a sequel to Spider-Man vs. Wolverine, which is kind of neat, also. Um, yeah, look at that. Yeah, there's a lot of neat stuff in there. Hey, fruit pies. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Howard the Duck. So, yeah, check it out, I guess. But, like, you know, 
the 1000 thing bothered me, but I also understand because it was just Detective Comics 1000 and Action Comics 1000 sold so high. They were like, oh, then we're going to do it one too. Because uh... there's no 1000th issue of Marvel Comics. They're just like, oh, well, they could have called it Marvel Comics 80 years or something like that. Right. But they're like, no, but if we call it number 1000, then the, as many people will buy this as they did Detective uh, Comics or Action Comics. That's not cool. Which, of course, is never going to happen. But uh, yeah, pretty weak. But Al Ewing's also setting something up. If they let him do it, that'd be that'd be even more neat. Right. They did do an in memoriam. They did, and cool. they chose uh, Jim Starlin's like image of the heroes mourning Captain Marvel's death, which is kind of cool. That is neat. It was neat. And there's a lot of there's a ton of variant covers. You got a collage one. That's fun. Yeah, I picked the collage one because I can kick it around. That was the one I could open and read. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, then that's the one I'll open and read because there's the different one on my desk. Yeah, I paid, well that one had Doctor Strange on it. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, where were we? Uh, Price8040 says there were too many good stories to list, at least to me personally. So I'll say the most eerie and interesting of them was Loki whispering, you can escape to different versions. I saw that. It was very cool. Uh, Michael Edwards, do you think we'll ever get more Earth One original graphic novels? Yes. My parents like Ogden's. Ogs. No, I think you will. I I think they will happen. That would be nice. Um, it's just going to take a while. Yeah. Like, especially Earth One Volume 3. What else did you read? Uh, I read a couple other things. Um, I was like, I don't know if I should just jump in or what. Yeah, do it. I'll barely like mention it. I did read Marvel Monsters number one. You and one. your monsters. Listen, shut up. <laughs> did you see when we were in our comic book store? They had a full poster of that book. Did they really? Yeah, I that was that. that cover that you were that you of I that book you read. That. Oh, that's it's a cool cover. It is. Um, this Marvel Monsters book is like to be continued. Maybe I don't know. It's a kid kaiju store where he goes to an island where um. He finds a book called The uh, Anatomy of the Monstrous. Okay. Um, which I thought was a really great page because they show you like a full page of like the title page of this book, this fictitious book. Yes, yes, you um, showed me that. It's so cool. Yeah, what I love about it is it's, it's a fun design, but it's also it, they, they've been like New York Timely Publishing, 1939. I was oh, like, I like cute, that. cute. Um, and there is a comic in here. It is a short one. Mm-hmm. But there is a comic in here in which Kid Kaiju fights um, this monster maker. It's uh, Maximilian Frankenstein. It's a young kid okay. who is using this book to make his own monsters based on all of the Marvel monsters. So it's like Man Thing and Ping Pang Boom, and he's combining them into these like you know hybrid monsters. These oh amalgam no, monsters. Amalgam monsters. Yeah, no, no. Um, but um, basically, Kid Kaiju has to summon his his fighting force, and they and they you know go against him, and they try to get the book back, and then. Um, Kid Kaiju, or not Kid Kaiju, um, Frankenstein makes uh, his getaway using wings, which made me think of like the Vitruvian Man, which I was like, ha, huh, that's funny. Um, and then we see it's like the end, and but like it's over the like book itself where it says like volume one of ten. Um, the rest of the book, which I just thought was a fun visual, yeah, is an image of a classic monster. Um, like for example, Monstro here, who like is like an, at a like Lovecraftian looking town attacking it, and then the next one is this like diagram that uh, looks Japanese in origins and it like breaks it down and shows you a little bit of cross section of the monster for each of them. It does this. And like, it, I just cool. visually thought it was really cool. Yeah. The, the, the design of it. I really like appreciate it. I like the illustration on a lot of those. Right. Um, so if you're looking for like a story story, you're not getting it here. If you just want a whole bunch of like cool 
like mini one sheets that you can't ever take out of your comic book. Right. Just go check it out. What, what, I'm what editor they... likes monsters so much? They've I, been greenlighting these dude, monster books. I don't books. know, but I, I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> good, good for them. Like I just, I really, I hope they make these into posters. I really, really love the hypno creature one. He's great. He's just adorable. You know, what? <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of. <gasps> yeah, he's pretty great. <laughs> um, I just enjoyed it. I just really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, Again, silly, not really a read, but it was there. Oh, um, yeah. I want to mention a book I read a few months, weeks ago. Okay. Um, Just because I feel like I need to mention this because sure. it's an indie book by Dark Horse, and we almost never talk about it. We never Dark talk Horse about Dark book. Horse. I want to. It's a book called Strayed. Okay. It's about cats. Okay. It's about the future. In the far future, there's, like... It, it turns out that, like, some cats can, like, astrally travel okay. to other places. And, like, this scientist, like, figures out a way to chat with them. And she loves her cat and all this stuff. But, like, the government wants to use the cat for bad things, basically. Oh, no. Essentially to find other worlds that they can conquer because there's something going on with the government, of course. But, like, and there's some sort of other, like, being talking to the cat. I just want to mention it because it's about cats. That's it. That's fun. That's all I want to mention about that before we move on to the thing everybody wants you and me to talk about. Mm-hmm. One that you ever wants you to talk about. One that both of us can talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I'll mention is I read Justice League number 14. Oh, the dark? Yeah, Justice League dark. Sorry. Yeah. Justice League dark. I'm like, no, it's just Justice League. That's my your Justice League. League. This is my Justice League. That's fair. This is my Justice League. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that, like, you know, like the big things going down between. Yeah. Like... The, well, it's you're the villain and everything. It is, but like that happens in this too. Cersei's getting her team together in this book, and um, it's like, hey, like check out all these folk who are in here. But first, Wonder Woman has to have a, prof- a prophetic dream, essentially, where she like talks to Zatara about how like he's like, no, listen, Zatanna can like save magic, but like you could screw it up. And she's right. like, I don't have any magic left in me. And he's like, yeah, but you do. Like you had like. Hecate in you like mm. you have some it's still there yeah it's, it's just you could really mess everything up and then okay. the upside down man shows up and he's just like what yeah, are you yeah. doing Zatara what, are you, what is this so Wonder Woman like wakes up and like Zatanna and like both fates who are just using magic where they're not going by Dr. Fate okay obviously um and Man Bat and uh Swamp Thing and um Bobo Bobo are off like fighting vampires and they've been trying to get in touch with um wonder woman okay and she like hasn't been responding and then she calls them and basically they fight vampires and that's that's fun for a little bit and uh <laughs> they all like meet up later on or like, wonder woman meets up with um constantine and um she's just like somebody's like pulling strings and i don't know who it is and blah blah, blah. and he's like who who do you know that like seemed way too on board? Like he doesn't know what the answer is, but right. he's, like, he's like, I've been through this a lot. <laughs> this is usually the the trail that you follow. Yeah. And she's like, damn it. Right. And she realizes it's Cersei. Like she's like, ah, I should have known. Mm-hmm. I should have known. Um, while they're like cleaning up the the church where the vampires were, um, Manback kind of like wanders off and he sees a cat. Okay. And he's just like, oh hey, come here. And then, like, we see this, like, blue-looking little man with, like, pointy ears pick up the cat, and he calls him Teekle. Okay. Is this Eclipso? No. Mm. No. No. Really? Okay. We'll just keep going. Um, He uses magic, and um, he ends up, like, convincing Kurt that, like, he's a fraud, 
and that they all think that he's afraid or that, that he's a coward and that no. like the only way that he can prove that he's not is by making some sort of serum that will make him like a monster oh, and i'm like oh shit don't do that don't do that <laughs> leave him alone then we go to uh, Montego Bay in uh, Jamaica, where we see uh, Grundy's there, and he's, like, really messed up. Like, okay. Like, really decayed at this point. But he's there, and uh, so is Papa Midnight. Okay. And, uh, really, like, I, I did not know he was blue, by the way. I knew who it was. Oh, Papa Midnight? No, the kid. Oh. It's Clarion. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So he's on the team. Papa Midnight's on the team. I was like, really? Yeah. You gonna play like that? All right, fine. Um, the Floronic Man shows up. He's like, I'm the last one. <laughs> and then they're like, no, it's I was not. with the Millennium and people. Then, yeah, and then Cersei shows up, and she's like, cool. She looks like a clown. She looks like, she a, does mar- look like, a, she looks like a marching band clown. She looks like slapstick from Marvel. I'm just not a fan of this design. I get they're trying something different, just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, she's like, no, we have like... We have one more that we're recruiting, and like history's given him many names, but the heroes call him Eclipso. Yeah, and then she like refers to the moon directly. Right. It's like, yeah, well, his powers are directly. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, <laughs> well, because behold, there's an eclipse occurring. Yeah, I, I, that's not an eclipse. That's just the moon. There's an eclipse. See. What? There's it's... a shadow over the moon. Yeah, that's how. We... Oh yeah, you just mean in general. Well, no. Like that's just. I'm how sure the... it was going to be a full moon. It's mostly a full moon in DC. <laughs> It's almost always a full moon at DC. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I've been really digging this series. I am getting excited to finally deal with the upside down man mm-hmm. that we've been promised. Yeah. I think he's waited enough time. Right. And so yes. like, I am like jazz that we are hopefully going to be addressing that, especially considering that like, while this is going on, the whole perpetua thing potentially is going on. I'm like, yeah. there's just a lot happening. Yeah, here. literally, there's actually a reference to it in Justice League. Is there really? To yeah. the Upside Down Man? Uh, no. Uh, Wonder Woman says, um, my magic team hasn't figured out anything either. Uh, about what? You know, what's going on? Where? In the universe. With, well, like, I mean, to be fair, they haven't perpetua. really. They're, oh, well, not, well, they got their own crap going on. Yeah. No, just she's, But she refers to her magic team. Well, at least she does that, I guess. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds cool. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. No, no. I, I like it. Um, the whole like, uh, man bat thing was one of those. Um, yeah. That like I was like I think they might end up doing this to him. Right. But like they've really held on. Yeah. And we'll see if anything comes of that. Yeah. Honestly, so you know. Cool. I'm I'm digging it. Um, let's talk about House of X. You want to do that? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna go. Uh... Nah. We'll talk about life story some other time, okay. or maybe later. I don't know. We'll see. Sure. I want to get into this book because House of X is nuts. It is nuts. Um, I had to catch back up. Right. Yeah. But uh, House of X, this is the book everyone's been like hoping for because things happen in it, and it happens in current time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. Maybe. I, current time for this book. Yeah. What the? What does that mean? <laughs> Uh, of course, this is written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Pepe Larraz. The art is yeah. great. The yeah. writing is cool. Yes. Uh, Professor X and Magneto send Cyclops on a suicide mission with a team of most popular X-Men and Monet. And Monet! I was like, <laughs> Monet? Yeah. And I think Hickman's doing that on purpose. No, I think he's she... like, because you know someone or everyone's going to die in this mission. And so he's her? like, he, no. Oh. I think he wants you to think it's going to be her. Oh. That's why they picked Monet. So I thought Monet was actually in issue one. Was she the one talking to Cypher? She very well might have been, now that I I think about it. I was like, I I went back and I was like, it could be her. Yeah. Well, I think, here's the thing. I think they're going to kill like Cyclops or something. And then they're going to be like, hey, 
pod people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like your pod people thing is gonna come. Well, into because play. it's like no, yeah. like I. Well, they were setting up the whole the whole first opening of the book just, is like I might die, and if you die, you'll live on. But no, yeah. really, like you will come back because we have pod people. Right, but like I, I'm just like I feel like Cyclops needs a break. Yeah, right. Because he's only been dead for like three or four years. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, give, give, give the man a break. Yeah. Okay. Let, let him do something. Yeah. Ever in life. So Cyclops and a team of cool characters uh, go to Mother Mold to take her out. Yes. Uh, we get more indications about like AIs, and basically the idea is that like Mother Mold is is like the predicate is the precursor to Nimrod, yeah, and that Nimrod is inevitable. That like no matter what you do, no. Nimrod will happen. No, I thought Nimrod wasn't inevitable. I thought Nimrod was preventable. No, they they think they hope he is, but they've always assumed that he was inevitable. Oh no, emergent AIs are unavoidable. Yes. Are, no, emergent AIs are unavoidable, but the anti-mutant Nimrod is a thought. They want him to be. I think they, they're they like, we've never found an existence where Nimrod didn't happen. Oh. That emergent technology, it always happens, but it's like, we, we, we keep stopping it, but Nimrod keeps happening. Okay. That's what I, I mean, that's how I took it. Okay. Um, also, we find out, like, uh, that Sabretooth... You know, it was actually being tried the way that the Fantastic Four intended, but then Emma Frost, aka the White Queen, because that's her like name in yep. this, uh, and her cuckoo sisters or cuckoo whatever the, 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 the step for cuckoos show up, like two of them. Yeah, uh, and they basically are like, we're you know we're taking him on behalf of like our government's treaty between Krakoa and you. Yeah, and they're like, damn it, and then they take him. Right. I think that also, like, we're setting up, like, a new shield. But anyway, we'll, okay. we'll get to that later. Uh, what's more important is we find out that, like, you know, there's these, there's these people on the uh, Mother Mold's yeah. ship. Uh, they're talking about, like, how, you know, they, they really believe in what they're doing, even though they act and look and behave like supervillains. Um, and how they're like the X Men are coming. They've they've got it meticulously planned. They're you know right down to the wire. They like launched a bunch of Sentinels from like another colony to go kill them, but they're not going to make it in time. So right. the X Men seem like they've practiced to the letter. They're ready to go. Nightcrawler, of course, does recon. And uh, at that moment, um, another member of the like human squad. I can't remember his name. Aramis. Thank you. Uh, is like well. They've outthought us. Yeah. We need to be unpredictable, and he sacrifices himself to save them. Yeah. Like he, or to stop the to X-Men. stop the X Men, and I, and it seemingly he blows up himself and the X Men. Yeah, and either they will be blown up, or like Nightcrawler will have somehow... bamfed them out of there. Yeah, even though like they act, they they say that in his profile he can't do that. Oh yeah, you know they they specifically put that in there so you think that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, definitely a, a bunch of them are gonna die, and you're gonna think, oh no, but then it's like, oh, but you know what? They just had solicits that said that those characters are in those other books, so there's no way they're dead. Right. But, yeah, but your pod person thing is coming. Promise you that. Uh, yeah. Pod people. So it's cool. Also, uh, finally, finally... Yeah, you get the, the alphabet. I was like, hey, it's the alphabet. You get the Krakoan alphabet. Now we can all spell our names in Krakoanese. Yeah, I don't know how to speak it, but it's certainly there, and you could write it down. But there it is. And we come with sweet tattoos. Yeah, you know they're coming. Uh, so yeah, next week, more more House of whatever. <laughs> more Hours and Powers. I think it's House. I think I, it was like, we got two powers, and we're getting two houses. I think you're right. And so, like, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm because this is the breakneck speed book. The other book is like, although, 
like what's gonna happen now that power now with powers right like now i know that like that timeline's over maybe well, right probably. well i mean i mean it's another timeline right probably another time or it's not dealing with because the last powers really dealt with the one time period yes it didn't deal with the other time periods yeah and what came afterwards mm-hmm. so like they might focus more on those or maybe it just focuses on like moira's next life following wolverine's execution of her yes that's i mean yeah definitely. yeah but like the powers like the house book i'm like okay i'm i'm like Essentially, I'm like, this book seemed very straightforward. Definitely. So, so what's the problem? I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because there's clearly something we've all missed. Yeah, although, like, Hickman isn't afraid of doing linear storytelling and has done it right. before. No, no, I, I believe it, but, like, he's also, you know, Hickman. like, weaving this, like, mystery that's going on. Yeah. And, like, there's so much emphasis on certain things. Nightcrawler's ability to teleport. The, like, the, like, you know, you never really truly die kind of thing. And the I'm like, humans knowing who Nightcrawler, like, knowing Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the fact that, well, yeah, no, okay. Oh, what's, what's White Quinn's role? Yeah. Yeah, like, what what's, I mean, like, she's, like, she just seems down, but, like. Well, she seems like she's, like, the, I don't know, the, the adversary. Like, she's, like, the, the, uh, like, the counsel for 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 the house of x or yeah whatever. or for 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 krakoa yeah she's like i go places like i'm the i'm the negotiator yeah there was also like that whole like timeline which fits way more like thanks to the powers of x like it like starts to like make a little more sense mm-hmm. of those of, of what's going on there yeah. um yeah like it, but what's funny about this is i guess this is like the timeline's there almost just in case you didn't read powers yeah which, Which like, wa- uh, like, I get that. I've heard people saying that they're, not, that they're not. Okay. So I guess you would need that, but I was like, am but I supposed like, to be seeing something here? But why would Hickman like, do what that? What am I missing? Like, Hickman's not going to count on you not reading it. He's going to assume you did read it. Right. Because, like, I noticed up at the top, they did the whole, like, Moira X09, Moira X10. Yeah. Which means I think that that does confirm that, that the Apocalypse timeline truly is the nine. Yes. And that we're not seeing that necessarily. Yeah. Because this one seems to be ten. Right. So I think that House of X is taking place in ten. Yeah. Based on that, mm-hmm. maybe. But I noticed that Nimrod has the double, like the double X. I yeah, was like, what is... which I guess means he's in all of them. It could be. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's interesting. So also the Mother Mold. I like. I just can't get used to saying that. No, well, because Mother Mold makes Master Molds. Yes. Um, I think you won't have to say it for very long. Right, <laughs> and like, and Mother Mold, I guess, made Omega. Yes. Who is clearly the like either like original version that ends up with Nimrod. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. But, like, it's funny, because, like, in Powers, they called her a god. Right. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, then she goes into a black hole, so, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, eat you that. Know. Just take that and cram it in your hard drive. Seriously. Um, I also noticed, like, something when I went back to the issue one, just to see mm-hmm. what was up with, like, if that was her or not. It's impossible to tell. She's wearing a totally different outfit. Yeah. Um, But I noticed that that little kid, remember that little green kid who shows up? Yeah. With Jean? Yeah, yeah. She calls him, uh, she, he calls her Mrs. Gray. Huh. I was like, Mrs. Gray. Yeah, that's not right. I was like, that's weird. That I mean, like, weird. that could just be like, oh, kids say like, dumb the wrong things, things wrong yeah. all the time, right? I was like, or it could be something. Yeah. This is what Hickman's doing to me. <laughs> this is what Hickman is doing to yeah. me. Yeah. But it's 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 coming along. <laughs> it feels like things are happening. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for what's next, and I'm glad that the next one is house. I literally can't wait to see how this all goes down. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what the status quo for X Men will be as a result of this. Yeah, and like, but honestly, even like, regardless of status quo, like, I am just so excited to have a like 
good ending, and I yeah. not, not, not like good, like you know, and a happy ending. I mean, no, like, like a like a satisfying. I, I want him to stick this landing so badly. I yeah. so want He's going this to. to be a satisfying. He always story. does. He, yeah, for good or for worse. Yeah, right. Like there, for me, it's there the can X-Men. be the X Men is never a happy story. Yeah, no, it's true. But like, I feel like there can be something very satisfying with a well told like negative ending. Right. So like, regardless of which way it goes in terms of like the feels, like. Just make it good. Yeah. I think he will. Just, I think he will. Ah. I agree. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so, yeah. Check yeah. it out. Uh, Kansaf Productions' favorite Wolverine costume. Mine's the yellow and brown one. I always liked the brown one, but uh, and I preferred it back in the day. But now that I never get to see it anymore, I miss like the like New Avengers, Astonishing X-Men, kind of like yellow and blue one. I always love the yellow and blue one. Yeah. I think it's because the first one, like I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. there's like a theory that like oftentimes like the first version of something that you hear or see tends to end up being something that you really attach to. Yeah. And like you have that familiarity with it, which like skews your ability to like, if you hear a song version of it, it's like maybe it's a redo of a song, yeah. you will tend to really like that version of it over the original yes. or another version of it because you heard that first. That's so, fair. I don't know if that's what it is or not. Probably. Joshua Wright, new patron supporter here welcome very much thank you very much joshua uh here showing some extra love would also like it if you would check out my podcast show uh heroes of cypher it's very similar to to harbor patrol episodes are only 20 to 30 minutes long cool there you go uh, Super, Mr. Supertastic, this issue of House felt like a regular comic. It did, but like with with a higher level of quality. It felt like a regular comic, which to me made it feel abnormal. Yes, and, as and though so something was wrong. Yeah, I gotta go back and read more. I gotta yeah. see what's going on. Like it really felt like something was not right about. Yeah, Algae Try, uh, Hell's to the Yeah. Everybody do the wiggle. It's Comic Pop Live. Thank you very much. I don't know what that is. I I can't do it, uh, and I won't. So yeah, uh, jumping back into the books, uh, I will not get too deep into Spider-Man Life Story. We're going to talk about it one day on the other show, but like, uh, last issue, Chip Zdarsky, uh, Mark Bagley, it's a great series that was like a six-issue mini where each each issue was a decade in Spider-Man's life if he actually went in, like, aged in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Civil War's over, uh, Doctor Doom won, <laughs> he, oh. he beat both of them, Spider-Man's in charge of the Civil War. He's older. His kids are superheroes. Uh, Miles Morales became Spider-Man also. Uh, Spider-Man and Miles go to like this orbiting space station to take down the Doctor Doom network. Uh, when they get up there, they are attacked by Craven Venom, which is so awesome and such a great idea and it's such a sweet de- design. I am like, this should be canon. <laughs> that, that Craven reveal at the end of like what issue... F- like three or whatever was so freaking cool uh spidey fights craven venom uh he barely manages to survive he basically just like dissipates the the symbiote uh revealing that craven's been dead years it's just a skeleton in there i assumed it was something like that yeah uh then spider-man reveals that he knows that miles morales isn't actually miles morales that miles morales got superior spider-man and the dr octopus has been living in miles morales's body for a few years so Spider-Man and Miles fight, and then Miles dives into Spider-Man's mind using his, his you know, Doc Ock powers. Uh, Spider-Man basically uses all the past versions of himself to fight the Sinister Six. And then after Doc Ock is distracted, he unveils his greatest weapon, which is his memory of Aunt May. And Aunt May basically tells Otto that he's being selfish and needs to stop. And so he does. <laughs> uh spider-man then like rescues miles sends him on his way and he's like kind of like screwed uh-huh. uh there's a big hole in the ship 
uh, he's gonna die, and then, like, right before he's about to get, like, sucked out into oblivion, the symbiote plugs the hole, and it's gonna get him. And you're like, oh, crap, like, Spider-Man's about to die, uh-huh. uh from this symbiote yeah yeah yeah. and uh spider-man of course has another ace up his sleeve he's gonna like self-destruct the whole system uh-huh. uh and so before the whole thing like go comes apart he you know we see him in his memories and he's like remembering or he's it's more like his mind yeah where he and mary jane are in bed together and basically he's just like you know she basically says it's okay like to let go so he dies uh a hero and miles is spider-man in the future and you know it's just it's it's really cool and i think the issue opened with uh spider-man being like i had that dream again and it's like uncle ben's murderer Uh like getting away with it and it's like i had that dream again it's like he always has that dream of like his one mistake right um miles is returned to his body because that's the deal that doc ock made he's like you know what you're right like i'm sorry and he basically just withers away and miles like visits him uh, and then Mary Jane is like your Spider-Man and gives him the original Spider-Man costume. Oh. Uh, then uh, the story wraps up with Spider-Man being like, "I had that dream again, where the burglar went like past me, but it's a good dream," and he stops the burglar before he gets away. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, Zdarsky gets this character, man. Like he's just like, no, like if Spider-Man's like all he all he's doing is trying to fix this one mistake so does that mean that um mary jane becomes aunt mary jane for miles <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> right uh it's it's great wow it's, dope. it's amazing it should win an eisner i hope it does i hope it does too i will definitely be nominating it for a uh waringo award okay and uh, a harvey as well we'll see yeah uh, let's recommend some books that are coming out this week we think you should check out let's do it Deceased is having a tie-in it's called Deceased A Good Day to Die is that Barda? yeah I'm in so and look at that team yeah and it's by Tom Taylor so alright so like I'm like Beetle and Booster Girl fine but like it's it's it's, it's Miracle and Barda and, and Constantine yeah check it out yeah Dope. I'm in I'm in uh, Batman Ninja Turtles 3 penultimate issue it's almost done I'm going to check it out. Okay. Uh, Justice League 31 is coming out. Just We just had Justice League 30. Here's more. Cool. Uh, oh, wow. I wonder. Wow. I know. Superman Up in the Sky, number three of six. Uh, Tom King Superman. It's the it's better than Bendis' Superman. And King's Batman. I'll have to read the... Uh, I, this I, is so confusing. I know. I missed the second issue, so Well, no, I mean, out. like, because you're like, like, I'm enjoying, or like, it's this is better than the Bendis Superman, and you like the Bendis Batman better than... the Than the Tom King I Batman. mean, we all yeah. saw that coming, but no, still... No, King just... should have had Superman, Bendis should have had Batman, but both of them selfishly wanted the other characters. Like, King's like, I want to write Batman, and make him look like an asshole, and Ben is like, I want to write Superman, and throw away everything that made him Superman. <laughs> And Jesus is like, okay, whatever, I don't care. I just don't want to be third anymore. So that's out. Okay. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Going Big, number one, is coming out. What is that? Uh, It is a miniseries or a one-shot. I have no idea. But it's written by Jerry Conway with art by Mark Bagley and Eric Larson. What? Eric Larson drew a, uh, a, a page story in Marvel Comics 1000. It looked uh but i'm looking forward to seeing like where this goes the cover eric larson yeah it's not are you sure i'm positive 
It is, there is no doubt in my mind. I'm trying to look at the signature at the bottom. No, that's him. I, I, I would know his art anywhere. Ooh, that's a shame. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, I'm morbidly curious. Okay. Uh, also, there's, there's, they're doing a tie-in for Absolute Carnage with the Symbiote Spider-Man book. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and now we know why Greg Land is drawing it. Because, like, that book just ended and now there's another one and it's out on time. Right. Okay. So. Got it. You know. But it seems neat. Like, okay, cool. More yeah. more Symbiote Spider-Man, more Peter David. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. You know. Or at least it'll read well. Right. Uh, Spawn 300 comes out. 300. 300 issues of Spawn. And we already know the, what the covers look like for 301 and 302, so it's not like it's going to stop. Right, right. That's uh, amazing. This is the longest, this will now be the longest running, like, single creator, like, independent published book that, that, in comics. Wow. Uh, good for you, Todd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe we'll do a, a back issues tie-in with it. What does that mean? Find out on Wednesday, maybe, if I get a chance to finish it. I don't know. I'm, like, down to the wire on that. Woof. It's two hours. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, gotta cut uh, that down. Batman Damned is coming out in hardcover. No, no, talk about it. Because <laughs> you said you weren't going to talk about I it. I was making a joke about that. Oh, that's okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, <laughs> Batman Damned is a supernatural horror story told by two of comics' greatest modern creators, a visceral thrill ride that proudly puts the black in black label. Get fucked, you liars. Proudly censors our comic the second we got any negative press. Yeah. Proudly edits our comics that are supposed to be unedited. Right, but it's also 4 is 16 plus. Yeah. Well, because they say naughty words in it. Yeah. It's a shame. Eat me. So, uh, what were you going to say about it? Oh, that was it. The art's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope one day they put out the real version. Right. Well, I mean, they can't escape it. In the in this day and age on the internet, it's it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, you can't actually probably get a physical version of it without spending a bit. Yeah. At this point, later on, you will. It'll yeah. be fine. No, but I'm I'm I hope that like one day edit like DC gets some like really strong editorial and they go to Libra Mayo and they're like, give us the original pages mm-hmm. and just fix it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how about this? An absolute edition. Well, not only that, but I was going to say, there's so many like digital copies of it floating around out there, I'm sure. Oh, no doubt. So, yeah. No, there isn't. Because even because the digital version was censored before, like, on I, publication I day. was talking about the Yoho kind. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there you have it. I don't condone that. No. But I'm just saying that like, they can't escape it. No, they can't. No. If you Google image search, you'll find it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cull of Sidian says, uh, Last Ever Wicked and Divine comes out this week. Well, if you're looking for more Kieran Gillen, you can pick up Die Number 7, which will also be coming out oh, this week. Um, great book. <laughs> Transitions. Yeah. I'm doing them. I, it's another. It's a fantastic story. Um, but if you're also looking for another Kieran Gillen book that was brought up earlier today, um, the Grandma book. Oh, Once yeah. Once in Future. Once in Future. I was like, I always, like, I'm like, I'm like Future King. No. Once. Well, no. Nope. <laughs> Um, another excellent one. Um, so just because that series is coming to an end doesn't mean you can't find more Kieran Gillen excellent stories out there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love Die. I think it's a phenomenal book. I think it's a really great insight into human beings who aren't perfect. You know what I mean? And like not like not not perfect in like a you know where I'm telling this kind of story kind of way, like in a in a real world sort of way. Yeah. Um, really interesting. Definitely go pick it up. Cool. Um, Oh, uh, also, um, 
I don't know anything about it, but I'm definitely going to pick up the, at least the first issue of Jody Hauser's Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, number one of six. Oh, that's too bad. What? Nothing. Well, I just, I like Poison Ivy. I like those characters. You don't like Jody Hauser? No. I don't know if I know enough about them. Every time I read a Jody Hauser book, I go, I'm going to really like Wait. this. And then I don't. No, I'm not going to read this. I take that back. Yeah, why? Because it's really tied, it's tied into too many things. Oh. It's not like a standalone. Boo. I might check it out anyway, though. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm that person. Jody Hauser has... Also, look at this cover. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's a great cover. No. Hauser has, um, has, has real talent. It's just not mine. Like, it's just not for me. Okay. That's fine. But I just like Poison Ivy books, and I guess I want to support that because I'd like to see more Poison Ivy books. Yeah! But I also want to put out there that Conan the Barbarian number nine is coming out. Oh-ho! So, um, that's, and that is the Conan Jason Aaron book. Right. Not to be confused with the Conan Jim Zub book, which just came out recently. Or the Asabrippic Conan book. Which was one issue. Or the, well, uh, or the Savage Sword of Conan. Which was the, the Jim Zub oh, one okay. right now. Because that was Jerry Conway, now it's Jim Zub. That, that issue actually just came out last week where Conan was gambling some more. Mm -hmm. and, Jerry and, Duggan. What did I say? You said Jerry Conway. Because I said Jerry Conway earlier. You said Jerry Conway, Jerry Duggan. And I'm covering I'm that because tired. I know there's someone in the comments that's going to be like, Oh, she said Jerry Conway! Jerry Conway hadn't read Conan in freaking 25 years! <laughs> well, to that person, see earlier comment about lack of sleep. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, um, no, no, no. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is the Aaron book. This is my favorite Conan book yes. that's coming out. The Jim's Up book was fun, though. There was gambling involved. It turned into a big fight. Sweet. And then he ended up like in the Sarlacc pit. Oh no! Yeah, with like this big beasty thing. So where's like, that? Yeah. Where's the Conan Star Wars crossover? I don't want a Conan Star Wars crossover. <laughs> also, I know that Conan's gonna be in Conan twenty ninety nine. Yes. Not that that's coming out, but uh, right now. But right. I'm just saying. I can't wait for that twenty ninety nine thing because Victor Bogdanovic is doing art well, for that yeah, series. Yeah, that's incredible. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sad Othan, he says, Hey guys, sadly just got here. How are you? We're doing well, man. Thank you very much for Thank being here. You. Sorry you couldn't make the whole show, but you know what? There's repeats. It'll yeah. come back. Uh, but thank you, man, very much. Uh, Meow Nian says, <laughs> After a day at my education internship, this is a nice way to cool off. Thanks always, Silent Tiff. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. I don't know what an education internship is. I assume it's like that you're doing an internship for education, so like you're like a student teacher or something. I hope so. Yeah. That'd be cool, because we need more good teachers. Uh, Silver Cricket says, Sal, where would you rate Ron Friends on the list of Spider-Man artists? Uh, I'd put him somewhere between... I don't know. He's good. I like his work. Ron Friends drew all that stuff in the Symbiote Spider-Man saga. Uh, he's like, good. I like, he's like good. Top 20. I, I just like that as a rating. He's good. He's good. On a, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 20, he's good. Yeah, like probably in regular Spider-Man artists, top 10, like consistent Spider-Man artists. Yeah. But like in terms of people who have drawn Spider-Man that you know their work for, probably top 20. Okay. Wow. This is great. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad. No. So, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. House of X number four comes out. Check it out. Yeah. Holy crap. Please do. Well, like, yeah, you're, you're going to check it out. Get in. Get in on this. If you're not in on this, go back. Right? You have to And then back. become in on it. And then, then you're in on it. One of us. Right. Get in the pod. Yeah, get in the pod and then be reborn because no one dies if they're truly part of something. Right? 
Anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, if you want more, you can't get enough. Uh, hang out with us, subscribe to this channel, like this video, it helps out the channel, and of course, uh, watch more shows. We just had a GBU where Marvel crossed over with horrible image books, except for one, which was unbelievably good. Yeah. Uh, check that out. Two wrong boxes. It's really, it's a lot of fun. Check that out, that episode. Yep. Um, if you want more, more, uh, go to facebook.com slash official. There's a lot of bunch, uh, bunch of neat stuff over there. Patreon.com slash helps out the channel even more directly. Uh, and, you know, watch all the shows. Back issues, GBU, Elseworlds Exchange, Off the Rack, uh, you know, Harbor Patrol. Yeah. So wait. much to, to, to get into. Is Doomsday Clock coming out? Doomsday Clock number 11 comes out this week as well. Um... But then you'll have another three months before you can read 12, so it's like you'll have plenty of time to read Doomsday That's Clock. That's what is so frustrating, because like every time one of these issues comes out, I have to go back and refresh myself on the last issue. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of brain. No. And there's too many details. to. Yeah. Comics aren't supposed to be like that. It's a shame. I think it's deliberate. I think they're deliberately trying to make it not part. Like, I think the DC is burying Doomsday Clock so you forget about it. And that it doesn't have the impact it's supposed to. Mm. Anyway, check it out though. But yeah, Doomsday Clock. It's just, it's probably the best book DC puts out. That's amazing because I literally just scrolled past that when we were looking for books. Yeah. Like, I'm not looking for it. No, I'm never looking for it. I read the preview yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, and I forgot about it. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still one of the best books that DC puts out. Anyway, uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. Of course, yeah. I am Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye.